to word tonight. If you would, let me stand and proclaim. Appreciate your up and down. If you can't, we understand. Just raise it up. This is the word of God. This is the word of God. I will walk in it. I will walk in it. I'll abide by it. I'll abide by it. I'll adhere to it. I'll adhere to it. I'll stand upon it. I'll stand upon it. For it is my strength. For it is my strength. It is my power. It is my power. It is my life. It is my life. In Jesus' name. 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 Praise the Lord. Did you ever stop and try to figure it out? I know some of you hadn't been here a long time. But through the years, for many, 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 many years, we have proclaimed that at every service. Uh-huh. How many times you figure that is? That's a lot of time. But you can never proclaim it enough. No. This is it. That's where we're going tonight. Right in the Word of God. Interesting little book right over before Revelation. It's the very last book before Revelation. It's very, very short. It doesn't even be classified as a... Uh, chapter really I guess you could say it's got one chapter the only chapter book of Jude actually Jude was Judas just a different one sadly he had the same name as the deceiver and betrayer of Christ Uh, but I think maybe that's why the name is shortened I don't know Uh, very possibly but Jude uh, regards to Kate for the same name as, as the uh, the one who we know the disciple that betrayed Christ even his book is short he had a lot to say and if you notice he said it very matter of factly Jude didn't beat around the bush about anything he just laid it out and uh, some of the smaller books of the Bible you, you'll kind of see that's the instance that it's it's kind of emphasized because it, it's a short letter but it's it's full of emphasis it's full of impact. And Jude here even says something about uh, attributing at least to, to the latter days because his writing conjoins with some of the earlier apostles, especially Paul's writings, that Paul stressed and commented about latter times or end days, and he had, they had different terms, but it meant the same thing, the day before Christ comes. And they all relate to the fact that there will be those who their uh, numbers uh, expand, their their volume expands, uh, uh, people who uh, are godless, they're all going to expand and grow in number. And Jude here, we're getting ready to give you the scripture verse, but Jude here stresses the same thing. And he has a term for them, and we're going to look at it here in just a minute. But I want to lay this groundwork uh, because Jude stressed uh, on false teachers, scoffers, non-believers, some persecution, uh, mockers, and his words here penned in this letter bring about uh, a, sol- a solid, or should bring about a solid understanding of the very thing that we're going to be looking at, and I believe are now. Has anybody noticed besides me that it seems harder to reach people this day and time than it ever has? They just—it's like they got a, a rock for a head, and you just can't—you just can't get through to them. And I'm not saying everybody, but they're out there, aren't they? And then you have those that are just—you know—you can say anything, and they're instantly making fun and mocking, or scoffing is the uh-huh. biblical term, uh, which is dangerous in itself. 
and many of them do it ignorantly and foolishly and they don't know but uh, and then there are those that do it purposely uh, for the purpose of dissuading people away from their faith and that's pretty much what Jude talks about here is uh, and you struck on this a while ago and it's what made me think of this talking about you know just kind of quitting you know because and sometimes I think that's because of pressure people are squashed because of their beliefs they're belittled they're made fun of they're mocked or a lot of things that Jude's going to talk about here pressure down to be quiet and, and I think that is sometimes that's the instance of what you were referring to earlier when you testified so here in this 17th verse of Jude where we'll begin and he starts I mean the, the conversation here in, in Jude is broken up into several elements but this is the beginning of one is talking about um, the ones that I've laid out thus far the, the type of people I'm talking about he says but beloved remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ now that's what I just said he's referring to and trying to remind in the Bible you'll see many times you'll see that as a reminder it's already been said once but we need to say it again and it's been said twice but we need to say it again and we need to say it again and we need to say it again and that's what we see in the various letters in the New Testament several have pretty much said the same thing that Jude is saying here uh, there's a reminder here that those before him have said the same thing that he's getting ready to say so this is just a, a term that he's using that this needs to be emphasized it's of utter importance that needs to be repeated okay so that's where he starts out then he says in verse 18 how they how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust now, uh -huh. I think it's pretty evident that that's kind of I'd say in a rampant level right now uh, people are walking after their own ungodly lust uh, they care nothing of the gospel they care nothing about God uh, they want no knowledge of him they, they, they I don't know they're just like they're caught up in some kind of a fog of unbelief and inability to understand now that's not totally inclusive of our entire society I'm specifically saying a lot of people are that way now there are some and we can kind of uh, kind of put a, a, a divider between certain types of people and some of those are just like I've talked about they're just not going to hear it they're going to do what they're going to do regardless and they're going to have their good time while they can and they don't want to hear anything about any God or any getting saved or anything along that line so what do we do with those kind of folks that's one just be thinking about that then there's other kinds of people that you know maybe they just hadn't quite got it and they're kind of caught up in not necessarily unbelief but just kind of you know living their life like they've always lived it and never given any thought really to accepting the Lord as their Savior never really give heaven any thought we talk about that a lot here tonight. We've sung about heaven a lot. I mean, that, that's again, that's I can't stress enough. That's where we need to be focusing on. Uh, but he's bringing us to a point here. In uh, in his speaking here in verse eighteen, uh, he specifically mentions in the last time, scoffers in the last time. Now scoffers covers a lot of territory. 
uh, th this is a term and it's got a, a pretty broad definition. And I, I tried to effectively name some of those earlier that fit in this category. Uh, again, those that are staunch in their push-off, just don't don't mess with them. Don't don't speak to me about that. You ever had anybody like that? They don't want to hear it. They're not going to hear it. But everybody's got a soul, right? Even if they don't want to hear it, even if they're not going to hear it, even if they're stubborn, even if they're hard-headed, even if they say, I don't believe in God, they still got a soul, right? Amen. Everybody's got a soul. Mm -hmm. Every person born a woman and ever since it's all started has had a soul. So here we're given directive how to deal with people in different perspectives that are made up differently. Say it that way. We mentioned a couple of them already. Let's look a little deeper here. In verse 19 it says, These be they who separate themselves sensual keyword sensual means worldly or you know looking for sensation is that not about nine tenths of our society okay. looking for some kind of sensation to please them to give them a little feeling give them a little uh, thrust or whatever you want to call it, a little high or whatever you might want to call it and that comes in a lot of different ways yeah and uh, having not the spirit now that look at that people having not the spirit what does that mean if you don't have the spirit, what are you? You're dead. You're lost. You're dead. Spiritually, you're, you're dead. You don't, you're lost. You don't have the Lord. So how do we deal with these people? Just side them off? Wipe them out. Tell them about them. Now, we've all run up against this, I guarantee you. If, if you've tried, ever tried to talk to anybody, there's some people that will actually sit and listen to you. They're not this immediate shove-off, get-out-of-my-life kind of thing. You're a weirdo. I don't believe in that Christian stuff. Leave me alone. Get away from me. You know, that's one kind. But then there's others. They'll, they'll listen to you. They'll let you talk. And that's two different classes, really. Because you've got downright absolute just denial, and then you've got kind of somebody that might have a little bit of an open ear. And I realize that there's phases even between these two. You know, there's some harder than others. Some of them give a little bit. Some of them don't. Others are pretty easy to talk to. Some people are not easy to talk to. Some people is absolutely just waiting on somebody to come along and say something to them. Yeah. That's all they're waiting on. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not. And I've talked to people that way. As a matter of fact, in this country, it's amazing. You find somebody and say, you're the first person that's ever told me about Jesus. I'm thinking, really? you got to be kidding me. That's not possible. Well, yeah, it is. They're just waiting on somebody. You mentioned workplace a while ago. I heard you say that. We're, how many places do we go? And I'm not saying you got to get on a, a box and start preaching hell and brimstone to everybody. But we have ability, God, if, if we're saved tonight, we've got God-given ability to reach somebody else. Amen. But if we don't apply that, it's not going anywhere. Now this, this is a, call it witness, call it testimony, call it whatever that gets people's attention. And I'm going to tell you, testimonies probably get people's attention a whole lot easier than somebody just trying to blister them with, with te uh, text from the Bible. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong, but sometimes your approach can be wrong to certain people. Sometimes you can run a person just as far off by trying to be too harsh with them 
as you can just a soft word and a little bit of time and a little bit of encouragement. Mm -hmm. So there's different ways we approach people. Yeah. And, and this is more or less a lesson in that. Mm -hmm. Good in love. In love. Here we go. We're going to see that here in just a minute. Okay. Verse 20 says, But you, beloved, here we go, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. What are we doing right here? Do you see an essential in this? If you're going to go out here and you're going to start trying to tell people about the Lord and witness for the gospel, what had you better be? Filled with the Holy Ghost. You better be prayed up and full of spirit. Uh -huh. Have Absolutely. something, have a car that's way beyond what you have. There you go. There you go. That's exactly it. Because why? Because we're fighting another power. Yeah. Now I've seen all these devil chasers. Sounds good. Well, let me get involved. I can spit a few scriptures out. You know, seven sons of Sceva tried that, and that demon whooped the daylights out of him. He said, Paul, I know, and Jesus, I know, but who in the world are you? See, when, when you go to spiritual warfare, you, you better be geared up. And I like the term here used, I'll read it again, uh, uh, building up yourselves. Now picture that. Building up yourselves. What do we do if, you, if, you're, if, if you're, say we're going we're gonna to enter some kind of strenuous contest, what are we going to do? We're going to build ourselves up. Go, there's that training word again this morning. Be trained. What do we need to be trained in? First of all, we've got to be prayed. Amen. Pray. Building up yourselves in what? Your most holy faith. See, that carries something because <clears throat> whatever we want to believe, even people out here that may not know the first thing about God, they've got ability to sense things. Mm -hmm. Are you real or are you fake? And they can read pretty well. And they can read if you're genuine or you're not. Come on, amen. And they, you know, you get into conversations with people, and this is something I found the Holy Spirit will assist you. He'll even, man, I've had it happen to me so many times, give me a word that made no sense to me whatsoever. That's exactly what that person needed to hear, and you got your attention. Yeah. The smallest little thing. It could be something, example that's worth fishing or just something, anything, and it just clicks. So I know, and I, I fully believe because I've experienced, the Lord will provide, and this is the importance back to being prayed and full of the Holy Spirit. He will supply the means to talk to people in their area, even those hard ones, even those stubborn ones. And that, is that not the ones we usually want to kind of stay away from, admit it? Nobody wants a contest, right? You know, there's a scripture that says contend for the faith. You know what contend means? Stand up and fight for it. Now, I don't mean like this. But sometimes you got to be persistent. If you're going to be a soul winner, sometimes you got to take a few licks, too. Because you're going to get some backlash. Oh, yeah. You might even get cussed at. You, you, you might even get a fist in your face. I'm just, I'm just serious. It happens. There's a way to, to deal with people, and, and, and many times the reason the kind of things happen that I just talked about is because people don't approach other people right. They come, they come at them like a lion, and, and when they don't, they need to come at them like a lamb. 
Now, vice versa for other kind of people. You've got to come at them like a lion. I mean, if, 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 if saving souls is what the church is about, I mean, we're going we're gonna to run up against all kinds of people. And you're going you're gonna to have, you know, personalities involved. You're going to have emotions involved. You're going to have character involved. You're going to have a lot of knowledge or lack of knowledge. You're going to have traditions involved. You're going to have people with totally erroneous beliefs in Christian doctrine that you got to deal with. So building up yourself right now. is where all this comes in. It's, it's, it's equipping. Yeah. Now what does Ephesians 6 tell us to equip with? Anybody can tell me right quick? Yeah. Huh? Full armor of God. Full armor of God. You got to go out. You got to have that on. Garvin tells me all the time, said, you got you to keep it on all the time. You can't you can't take it off because sure as you take it off, you, guess when it's going to, when you're without it, guess when, when you need it, you're not going to have it on. But, uh, but you know, if you go back there and look at that Ephesians 6, it'll lay it out, the, the, the pieces of armor and what it's for. And it fits directly into what Jude's talking about here. But when we build up in, in uh, I like the term, most holy faith, there's a power that comes with that. There's ability that comes with it. There's wisdom that comes with it. There's knowledge. There's understanding. There's, there's Holy Spirit influence that enables us to know how to deal with different people in go. different circumstances. There you go. Yeah, there's... How do you think missionaries are? They have to deal with people of totally different cultures. Mm -hmm. People that don't even act like Western culture. They ain't never had nothing to act with. Somebody said it later. They don't, they don't have anything. And they're in a whole different culture. So yeah. missionaries really have their work cut out for them. Yeah. If you can visualize them trying to to enter into these communities that are far away on the other side of the world and I mean they're just they're just new and they've got to wade through all this they got to be equipped and their equipment is prayer and building themselves up in that holy faith notice the word holy there too uh, people will find you out anybody can act holy anybody has a possibility to act holy mm -hmm. you can say religious words you can put on religious front. Besides God, I can tell you somebody right now that knows if you're a real deal or not. And that's the other side of this thing. Yeah. Enemy knows real quick if you're a real deal or not. Yeah. But if you're the real deal, if you're built up with the most holy faith and you prayed up, and this is something we need to do daily. If we're, if we're in the commune of people, which we all, most of us are, you're going you're gonna to meet somebody through the day, multiple people usually, some of us meet many people during the day. And as I've said so many times right here, we all influence the people we come in contact with. We either influence them negative or we influence them positive. But the directive here, as Jude is putting out it, is again, is building up. And this is, uh, if you can imagine it like this, is, is work. We work out with prayer. We work out with spiritual things. We, we work out with learning and knowing the Word. It, it builds us up. It builds us up spiritually. We might, might just say well, it gives us spiritual muscle and spiritual ability, spiritual stamina. You ever try to run a wind sprint when you ain't run nothing in a year? What happens? You're gasping for air in about 10 feet? Yeah. Well, compare that spiritually. And the thing about this 
I mean, this is not like you've got a, a scheduled contest out here that's two months down the road and you know how to prepare for it. You're going to get ready because these opportunities confront us at any given moment. And we can either waste them or we can take advantage of them. And we're going to waste it if we're not prepared right. It's going to get by us if we're not prepared and capable and able to talk to other people. You know, many people, all they want to hear is what God's done for you. You don't have to be a scripture spitter necessarily. When you start telling them what God has done for you and relating miraculous deliverances and sets you free, I'm going to tell you what, that's the kind of stuff people listen to. Yeah, I, I, I had this, and man, God healed me. And let, I mean, boy, that just draws their magnetism. That's what I'm saying. You approach different people different ways. And I believe when you're full of the Holy Spirit and charged up, He'll lead you and give you yeah. just what you need for that specific person or maybe that group. I mean, I've seen responses that right here before. I've seen somebody respond from something. I never dreamed that it would spark anybody, but they responded and it's just what they needed. Just one little comment I make up here. And that's the way the Holy Spirit is. But we have to allow Him and really seek Him to prepare us, to equip us with what we need, build ourselves up in the Spirit, be prayerful about it at all times. And I think we need to pray, and this is my own opinion, we need to pray for opportunities. Or maybe we need to pray to recognize the opportunities that are thrown our way every day. Because we'd probably be scared at the ones we miss if we really get our eyes opened up. But be aware. There's many of them out there. Can we be a kind of another little area here? Can we be a bad influence? Now, Paul made a mention. I want to bring this up. And uh, he made a mention in a scripture, I don't have the scripture reference, but he said, you know, something may be legal, but it may not be ethical. And that's damaging. Because people kind of compare things the same way. So if I'm trying to, to witness to somebody and they know that I'm doing something that, that is really on the line of not being Christian, then what's my effect going to be? Somebody tell me? It's not going to be good, is it? Because why? Because they read that. It all, almost makes you seem non-genuine because you're trying to tell somebody that their life needs to be cleaned up and they're looking at you and they're thinking, well, why don't you start with yourself before you try to work on me? And I've heard people, maybe not in those words, I've had them tell people that very same thing. Why aren't you telling me this when you're doing that? And I've heard that. So that's part of building up. You gotta, When you build up, you've got to get things out of your life that people don't identify with them and use them against you. That's the worst thing can happen, isn't it? Can you imagine? I mean, that'd be pretty embarrassing to start with. Here I am going through the motions and then I get identified. Mm -hmm. Well, that makes my whole point of contact just kind of like null and void, doesn't it? Yeah. So there's a lot in this. And, and th this is a workable thing. Let me say that. This right here is a workable thing. It's not something impossible. It's very easy, really. We just got to understand it. And then put it into effect. I don't think there's a better thing a person can do than to lead somebody to Jesus Christ. Nothing better. Because that's not dealing with just their life in this world or their lifespan in this world. It may be going for years. It's a great thing that we might help them. But when we help them to heaven in eternity with the Lord, what better thing could you possibly do? And there's a means here that we're given. We're getting ready to get to it. And I've mentioned several times about different people, different ways, and different things. So any, any comments here? Any, 
before we move on to the next scripture. Yes, Lake, go ahead. Yeah, not being in the right place spiritually, approaching somebody, if we're not careful, can hurt both of us. Can hurt their Perfect. outlook on, on the whole mm-hmm. relationship with the Lord. And if we're being a little boastful and really not in the right place when we get called up, it's going to hurt our faith too. That's right. Amen. And, and damage is both directions. Thing we're dealing yeah. With. yeah. Yeah, very fragile. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? Okay. Verse twenty-one. Keeping your keeping yourself keeping your keeping yourself <laughs> because the next words are really important. Keeping yourselves in the love of God. How hard is that? Really. <laughs> When you're dealing with people, how hard is that? Pretty hard sometimes. I've dealt with people, and I literally want to pull their head off and throw it at their dead body sometimes. But see, that's not the love of God. It, it, this is a difficult statement right here. This isn't happy. I mean, this is something that you really got to get hold of. Because why? If you ever step out of that boundary, you've already lost it. If they ever identify that you're being harsh or unloving or unkind or unmerciful, it's over with. It's over with. You might as well might as well go lay and cry somewhere because you failed. That's where it starts. You say keeping yourselves. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. There's the Amen. scripture right here in the middle. This is the key element you go with. Because everything, you said it earlier, it's got to operate out of the love of God. Amen. Love for people for the love of God. Yes. And if they, if they, God tells you to speak to somebody, which you'll come through the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. If he tells you to speak to somebody, tell him something about, you know, about Jesus or whatever, uh, the Holy Ghost is going to be first. He's going to, you know, going to let you know that's the one and this yeah, is what you need to Yeah, I agree. Because uh, if you do it through yourself, you done messed up anyway. Yeah. Yeah, uh, of yourself and about yourself. Yeah. Because that, that, that's a good point you just brought up. It ain't about us, folks. We're not glory seekers because look at me, I'm the I'm the witness leader or whatever. Matter of fact, we're to be very humble. There's there's humility all in this. The love of God operates with humility. We approach people that way. You know, you you can rear up on somebody, you might get reared back. Oh yeah. But you you know you you you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. And you know, I've I've had people. Tell me, you know, how they addressed uh, certain people, and then I got to give them a little counsel. Wait a minute, you know, you're you're sending that person. To, you done got them judge, you know, judge, jury, and executioner. Uh, so there's patience to be had. There's wisdom to be used. Uh, sometimes, and I'm gonna say this: sometimes you may get that urge in, in and of yourself to go do, and the Holy Spirit says, "Not right now." Not right now. Isn't that something? Why is that? Because if you listen to him, he knows the opportune time that somebody's right 
approachable. Okay, go ahead. You may be coming with your own motives too. Say and, a little louder. Yeah, you might be coming with your own motives mm -hmm. and not what the Lord actually oh, wants good. at the time, and you're that's in good. your emotions and your feelings. Mm -hmm. That I, I feel it's just just an idea that there's there's power in love, the true love of God in the spirit there realm. They can see it. Whatever mm -hmm. that person is dealing with, it's just we can't feel it or see it all the time. Sometimes we can, but there's power in love. Yes, there is. And it just supersedes and takes over everything else. And mm -hmm. if it's done out of the true motives of what Jesus came to show us, then nothing stands a chance against it. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Looking a little deeper here. Verse 21. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Now that's, that's the path. That's the vision. That's where we're trying to take people. Um, and that's where it's got to stay. Because like you said, you, you can stray off on rabbit trails and boy, you, you've done the wrong thing. And people will try to lead you off on rabbit trails that don't go anywhere other than a rabbit hole. And then you're down a rabbit hole and then you're trying to recover and you don't know how to recover and then it becomes an embarrassing situation or, or, or worse. Uh, now this, isn't, this is not all meant to kind of confuse this thing. Man, is this, this, that, is this that hard to talk to somebody? No. No, it isn't. We sit down and have conversations with people all the time. You know, years ago, I want to self-admit here. Years ago, I remember churches. If their pastor sat down at a domino game, he was doing the wrong thing, mm -hmm. and he better not be caught there. Do you know? In the last few months, I've had so many Christian conversations, sitting with people playing dominoes. Get this the conversation started, get their interest started, pick up on their belief. I'm telling you what, it, it, it gets electrifying. So we can see we can prejudge and we can cut ourselves out of opportunities. Now I'm not saying go get involved in sin and all this stuff, but I said that for that purpose. Sometimes we can, we can let tradition or let what we believe, or we can really keep us from doing what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, but anyway, that's just an example. You can throw rocks at me later or whatever. I'll take it. <laughs> Any comments? Okay. Moving right on. We're doing good on time. Now look at this. On, on verse 22 it says, And of some have compassion, making a difference. On some have compassion, making a difference. Now, that's talking about difference there means distinction. You're able to distinguish, okay, who am I dealing with here? Am I dealing with one of these that might listen to me or am I dealing with one of these resistive, combative hardheads? Because you have to approach them differently, right? Now, we're going to see how to do that. It's very interesting. Uh, what's compassion? Compassion is pity at work. What compassion? What's pity? You feel sorry for somebody. You sympathize because why? Because they don't have the Lord in their life. Is that a reason to sympathize with somebody? It should be for us. So we have compassion. It shows them you have you have mercy, you have pity. I mean, it's got to be operated. Now look at this. And others save with fear. With fear. Putting them, pulling them out of the fire uh -huh. 
Okay, here's your hard heads. Here's your resistors. Here's those that don't want to hear it. Now, this is not a popular method in the day we're living in. Literally what this is saying is you got to tell people there is a hell. It is a real place. And if you don't straighten your ways up, that's where you're going to wind up. I'm trying to help you, not, not an attack. You, you attack, you're going to get attacked. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. But you make them know. At least if you say it, they hear it. And you may never get any further than that right there. But they hear it. And saying that, you might order back up and leave it alone at that point. But you planted something for thought. And I mean, you, as far as you can, can go with this, and you, you need to, this is part of being wise in the spirit, you, you know when to back up. You know when enough's enough. Just let it lay now. Let it filter. Let it, let it penetrate. Let it soak. Uh, but this is a method, and it's exactly what this is talking about. Put the fear in them. Because what's at stake here? A soul, right? Yeah. A soul. Going one place, or it's going the other place. And this is the method. If, it, if it's the kind of individuals that that's, we've already talked about, then this is kind of a last resort. But this is you applied, and, and you, how, if they accept it or they don't. But the other ones, sometimes you've got to work with them. Sometimes you got to be willing to sit down and converse and explain things and talk to them and feel them out. And, and uh, it's a milder method, I'll put it that way. Um, there was a day when churches, people would come flying in the door from the outside and come to the front. And, I want to be saved. Just out of the blue. Multiple people. Amen. Because, see, the word has effect. If it's in this mild method that we present to people, or even if it's in this, hey, man, I love you, I got to tell you this. Hell's real, and if you don't, you know, you're, you're, man, you're headed the wrong direction, and what you're doing is going to take you there. I, I, I wouldn't, I'm telling you this because I love you. I care about you. You know, give them that. And if they don't receive it, then, you know, it, it's not on you, it's on them. Uh, but that's effective in itself. Uh, I mentioned physical resistance. And none of us likes to think about that. And we certainly like, okay, if that dude punches me, I'm going to punch him back. That's first thought, isn't it? Mm -hmm. If he wants some, he'll get it, you know. And it's hard. I'm telling you, it's difficult to operate in love. I'm giving an example. you I have, I've got a cousin, I had a cousin, he passed away a few years ago, lived in California, and uh, he just <clears throat> just got saved and been, he was, boy, he was really, man, he was fired up and he was going, telling people about the Lord and people were responding and, I mean, adding to the church and everything and said the Lord actually told him one day, he said, I need you to go talk to this man. And he said, I asked somebody, okay, I knew of the guy, but didn't know where he lived, so he told him where he lived, so he goes down there, has his Bible in his hand, he goes up and knocks on the door, and he said, there's a fist come through that screen door, knocks me flat on the ground out in the yard. He said, I got up, shook off, and that guy said, don't you come here with that stuff. He said, I packed my Bible, and I went to the house. He said, a week later, guess what happened? 
The Lord spoke again. He said, go back down there. He said, not me. He said, it got so strong. He said, okay. Carried my Bible again. He said, this time I kind of stood a little further back. He said, I knock on that door and said the same thing again. He said, he don't knock me down this time, but he slaps and just cusses me and tells me, get. He said, I thought it was over with. A week later, go talk to this guy again. He said, man, I don't want to go. He said, I know what's going to happen. He said, he done hit me twice. <laughs> I ain't going to start going to do it again. He said, it would, you, have you ever had the Lord impress you so strong that you just had to do it? You couldn't, you couldn't resist it. He said, okay. He said, I argued with myself, argued God. He said, I went down there. He said, oh, I had my Bible now. <laughs> he said, I was already braced. He said, I knock on that door. And he said, there's a hand reaches through there and grabs me with a collar and said, I thought you never would get back here. I want to get saved. <laughs> he said, I couldn't believe it. He said, and he said, I led him through to the Lord right there. He said, I, I would have never believed it. He said, I, I was obedient because I knew I had to go. And he said, that guy got in our church, and he said, there's never been anybody helped that church as much as that guy did because he owned a huge car dealership and said he basically just gave, and said, see that one thing? Taking a little heat. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a volunteer when it comes to getting punched in the face. And I'm not saying that that should be our method, but that's just an example. Uh, closing up, and we're right here on, on closing time. Uh, Hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now here's a warning. What that refers to, and it's using a biblical principle. Does anybody here ever hear of leprosy? Yeah. How contagious it is? Uh-huh. Well, this is the garment of sin. It's not talking about leprosy, but it's using this reference to identify. Touch not the garment spotted by the flesh. And it's talking about sometimes, well, all the time, We've got to be wise in our even our approach to people because sometimes in our attempt to help someone, we'll get sucked into their situation and become one. Yeah. And then nobody wins. And I've had people that are, you know, have been caught up in different areas of life and maybe different problems and issues. And, and sometimes the first thing they want to do is go try to help the same people. And not that that's not good, but it needs to be done in wisdom because it has such an ability to grab one and jerk them right back into the same situation that they're trying to deal with these people. Wisdom is, okay, I don't need to be there, but that's where brotherhood and sisterhood comes in. I've got a weakness, so I don't need to involve myself in this weakness and be subject to temptation trying to deal with this person that's got this issue. And that's wise, because we're not strong as we think we are. So what do we do? we enlisted somebody else to help. That's where the family of Christ comes in. Uh, but the, uh, the danger there is being implied is, is exactly that. Uh, we're told to hate sin. We're told to abstain from all appearance of evil. So the danger there is, is close proximity to the same temptation that maybe we just come out of or have come out of that we know is going to affect us get away from it. Don't, don't go there. Uh, there's other people that maybe have greater strength in areas than, than we do, and we all subject to temptations, every one of us. Uh, James said, you know, said, uh, 
man is tempted when he is led away of his own lust and enticed of his own lust. That tells me everybody's got something that they're weak in. And that's a warning because we know what else he said. When lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin ends in what? Death. Yes, amen. So there's a lot of wisdom in this, and I know that's a lot of material to cover, but gives us a little go ye there and, and uh, in approaching people, and there's it's really rewarding to visit with people, and you know you urge, you kind of drop hints. You, you, there's a lot of ways that you can minister to people without just coming out right and just blasting them with Bible and and uh, really sometimes offending them more than you draw. So. There's a lot of wisdom involved here, and I know this is just a short course, but it gives us a good foot to take off on. And I know some of you uh, have already been doing this. Some of you have done it for years. And probably some of you here by now has run up against a lot of things and a lot of different people that you can identify either way here. Anybody else got a comment before we dismiss? Question? Daniel? You know you talk about mockers and scoffers and all that. Mm-hmm. I seen a video uh, last night. There's a group of people like kind of in a square or circle kind of mixed up, you know? Mm-hmm. And they were kicking a Bible to each other. I don't know if any of y'all seen that. Mm-hmm. And it showed a, a verse right after that. It said, it's in Psalms, but it said, the Lord laughs at the wicked because he knows what they're going to get. It's Psalms, yeah. And I just think about those people are like, those people have no clue what they're doing. That's right. Either they, they, if they do, they're in worse trouble, but if they don't, then yeah. still, you know. Yeah. Uh, they were just laughing and joking and just kicking mm-hmm. it hard as they could back and forth to each other, and I was like, I just shook my head at them. I was like, y'all are in trouble. Yeah. I've seen, uh, everybody know who Kirk Cameron is? Yeah. yeah. He goes out on the street and uh, witnesses with cameras, and he was in Los Angeles the rough part of Los Angeles and he was witnessing to this guy. Well, he wasn't really paying attention. They middle of the surrounded a total gang surrounding him. I mean, they got their, well, they're pretty wild-looking guys, you know, probably every one of them packing and carrying. And, and he kind of, he just, and I noticed him, he just kind of took a brief look, but he didn't let that affect him because fear would have probably set in. He kept talking to the person he was talking to. And before long, you could kind of almost see the other's ears because they're getting closer. They want to hear what it is he's saying. And then he has a conversation going with every one of them. First, they're resistive, you know, like, who are you in our territory? You ain't wearing the right colors, all this stuff. But he developed some kind of a weird uh, persona with them, uh, rapport or whatever, and they begin to listen to him. And then he asks them some questions, and he, I think he had a Bible, and he said, would you accept the Bible? And he gives it to the game leader, and he accepted it. So, it, it, I mean, there's all kinds of different Instances, I mean, we, we, you never know what you're going to have. But uh, the approach and being equipped and built up, ready at any time, instant, in season, and out of season. That's what we're called to be. Ready to testify for the Lord. All right, would you rise with this message? Thank you all for the comments tonight. Uh, testimonies. Anybody need prayer? Right here. Everybody needs prayer. Let's pray for everybody. Everybody praying together. Heavenly Father, we come tonight. We pray for everyone in this house, God. We pray for our people that aren't here, Lord. Whatever reason it be, be with them, Lord. I ask you to touch bodies tonight. I pray, Father God, 
just heal pain. I pray God minister to people's hearts, give them uplifting, give them encouragement, give them peace, give them joy, give them gladness. God, Father, we pray and ask it in the name of Jesus. Go with us all through the week to come. Help us, God, take advantage of the opportunities that are given before us, Lord, to witness for you, dear God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord.